Hey, it's Chris. Welcome to the podcast. This has been an interesting week. Actually, it's been an interesting month uh, with some new Apple products. There's been some fresh, fun things to think about and talk about and review. And of course, if you're paying attention to the channel, uh, you know that my Apple Watch Ultra review just went up this week and I had some fun with that. And also, my AirPods Pro 2 review hit uh, the channel just the other day. And uh, in a very unusual way, um, there was almost like a backlash, uh, unusual for my channel, just sort of like a backlash against uh, the opinions expressed, uh, particularly my opinion of the, uh, just how good, I guess, the noise-canceling capabilities are on the AirPods Pro 2. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. Uh, We're going to talk about an OG app. Actually, that's the name of it. It's called the OG app. It's gone from the App Store. had a very brief lifespan. I'm not sure if it's ever coming back. Um, I was one of the people who signed up for that thing right away. Um, It wasn't a great experience. We're going to talk about that. It has to do with Instagram. Also want to talk about, just very briefly, the Nreal I think that's how you'd pronounce it, AR glasses. I saw all the reviews hitting YouTube and I had some thoughts on those. <laughs> so yeah, um, but let me just start by talking about we are just about to break some records here on the Daily Tech Podcast of all the things that we put out there. You know, the podcast is clearly a smaller in size, like the audience versus the YouTube channel. That's The YouTube channel is sort of like the flagship thing in terms of media content and places Uh, where we produce content, of course. But um, the podcast is growing, and it's growing at a very steady percentage for the last one, two, three, four months. Very, very steady percentage. And uh, that's because we've been putting out more episodes, been more consistent. But uh, we're almost up to the high, our all-time high for listeners, uh, which was all the way back in September of 2020. Wow. Of course, if you've been listening for a while, what happened was I moved and, uh, you know, a while back and things sort of fell off, you know, for a while with, with the podcast. And uh, it's not something that I meant to stop doing, but it just sort of happened. And um, the listenership just kind of dipped. It went into a valley. And so we've been kind of like building back up. Uh, because the podcast is important to me. It's a different venue. It's a fun venue. It's something that I really enjoy doing. I know other people do too, because they're like, it just sounds different uh, than the Chris on the YouTube channel. A little bit more relaxed, laid back. It's like having a conversation more than feels like what's kind of a scripted thing. And this last month, well, actually this month, I mean, it's the last day of this month, but I'm looking at the chart and it's showing me that this is the latest thing. It's growing by like two, twice, two or three times almost uh, what the growth was from the previous month. So that's exciting for me. Of course, when I see positive feedback like that and people like getting more out of it, it's motivating. You probably have that too, to just keep going and and keep putting stuff out. So yeah, uh, it's great. It's great to see the growth there. So first of all, I just want to kick things off by saying thank you. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, You guys make everything that I do extra worth it. Um, So that's cool. I don't know about you, but I'm getting kind of excited for a potential iPad Pro release or some sort of iPad news coming up maybe in like a week or two. I don't know if there's going to be anything. I guess we none of us know, but it seems pretty likely. And it's starting to sound like maybe it's not going to be an event like my rumors video that was the best info we had at the time sort of talked about. I think the rumors haven't changed much uh, for what could be coming with the iPad Pro 2, but 
it could just be kind of a press release uh, sort of a situation this year. Drop some new iPad news just via a press release. So if that's the case, and if that's even the rumor, I mean, that should kind of tell us maybe these aren't the biggest, most huge, amazing, mind-blowing updates that could be, be on the way here for the iPad. But still, I'm excited nonetheless. But uh, let's let's get into the AirPods thing a little bit. Um, I think people have like a wrong idea of what I think about the AirPods here. The new AirPods Pro 2, of course, if you haven't seen what I had to say about it in my review, um, I definitely had what turned out to be more of a contrarian approach to, you know, kind of what I would call the consensus view on a few different aspects of these AirPods. And you guys know me, you know, like I'm very non-negative typically about stuff on the channel because I just, I like talking about stuff that I really enjoy and like. And to me, this video was not a negative video. It was simply me saying, hey, you know, I'm not as impressed with the uh, noise cancellation here as I think a bunch of other reviewers seem to be. And it was really interesting uh, to see this kind of like a backlash develop because I look, when I was checking out these AirPods, I was trying to remain as uninfluenced as possible by everybody else out there. So, but I watched zero, you know, other YouTube reviews or anything. I didn't want to know like what other people on YouTube were saying or talking about, which is why it's so funny that uh, immediately people started talking about MKBHD in my, the comments to me, like, well, you're wrong. Cause MKBHD said it was amazing. The noise canceling. And it's, you know, it's like, I didn't watch anybody else's reviews, much less MKBHD. So I have no idea what he said. I still haven't seen it, but people were being like, you know, well, you're lazy. This is a super lazy take. It's just wrong. It's just like, you're straw manning, straw manning. I don't think people understand, you know, anyways, it's bizarre. And so what I did was I, I put out a couple of different polls trying to understand people's uh, strong opinions here. And by the way, I should say I had a lot of other, for all the negative comments, I had a ton of other comments who were like, thank you. I had the same experience uh, as you. Thank you for, you know, saying that and having some honesty. Very, just very strong opinions in a way that a lot of videos d just don't generate, which is okay, that's good. Um, so anyways, let me just say, you know, the way that I thought I had phrased it, and this is the way that I did phrase it, but people don't always take things the way that you mean uh, in a video, was that, hey, my opinion is that if you're just buying these just mostly for the noise cancellation, maybe look in a different direction. I think that you buy these AirPod Pro 2s mostly because they're convenient. Yes, they sound good. Yes, the noise cancellation is there, but for me, it's sort of like a bonus more than the thing, the one feature. And, uh, you know, at no point in the video did I say that it was not good or bad. I said, if this is two times, wake me up when it's five times improved. <laughs> uh, what I intended to say is that it's not as amazing as I would like it to be. Uh, but I think that just it's as good as it could be, like with the form factor. Oh, that made people mad. What's really uh, interesting to me is that, um, you know, I got like th that one guy who's being like, well, this is just such a lazy take. <laughs> lazy. It's just like we're, we live in an era, like if you disagree with somebody, really people are looking for confirmation of what they either think or what they would like to be true, I think, more than 
you know, so they kind of want to just be like agreed with <laughs> in whatever their opinion is. And if you don't represent that with whatever your opinion is, then they don't like that and they don't like you. So, you know, I respect uh, everyone's opinions and I appreciate a lot of people were like really tactful about it. Like, well, you know, I don't want to pile on here, Chris, but, you know, I do think that you're wrong. <laughs> you know, I, I did see a lot of very like respectful you know, comments also like, well, dude, maybe you got like a bad pair or something. I don't know that I got a bad pair. Um, I I do see from the other comments, you know, both on the polls that I ran on social and just on that video that other people out there have the opinion that I have. Right. And uh, I don't know what that means. I don't know. I haven't dug into that enough. Somebody was like, maybe it's just your ear canals. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, I don't think so i had a lot of people suggest well hey you know did you try uh the the bigger ear tips because that really seals out all the stuff better all that all the noise did you tweak you know the did you do like the noise the sound leak test you know i got all these different suggestions i and you know at the end of the day this is my take on it it was not like a scientific approach it was a subjective approach and i know that you know you have these different frequencies and stuff and a lot of people were pointing out like hey at X, Y, and Z frequencies, these seem to work pretty good or better than other things. And at these other frequencies, you know, I know this other pair seems to work better. So everything's very situational and everything has a lot to do. You know, everyone's framing of this is going to be so different, right? Because I'm coming from having tested, you know, things like the AirPods Max and, you know, the really expensive Sony over ears and the Beats Fit Pros. Other people have been testing out lots of other kinds of things or have never had noise canceling. And so everybody has this different perspective and frame based on, you know, the things that they're, you know, ex expectations basically based on their own experiences. And, uh, you know, I, I, my feeling is I feel the way that I feel. And is that right or wrong? <laughs> I don't know, honestly, uh, but I put my opinion out there and, uh, it wasn't lazy. It was well thought out and considered based on my own experience. And I guess if the overall community consensus cuts against what I'm saying, then maybe there's something there. But also I can't ignore my own experience and some of the comments that I'm seeing, which don't appear to be from unsmart people. You know, there's some uh, informed commenters down there who have said, yeah, I can kind of see what you're saying, Chris. A lot of comments that I saw were just like, well, I feel like you're just being too nitpicky or you're just being contrary for the sake of it, which is the nitpicky thing. Who knows? Maybe that's true. Uh, but this was my opinion. But the contrary thing, well, not no, I don't set out to just be contrary. I hate the phrase apple sheep, not because as an insult, uh, it does any damage to me, <laughs> but uh, it's just annoying. But I, of course, covering Apple stuff, get accused of being a quote-unquote Apple sheep, like just a follower of whatever Apple does, and much worse uh, things have been, you know, used uh, to describe that. But it's crazy because, uh, man, you, you disagree with people a little bit. Everyone, it's like stirring up the hornet's nest. I would think that people, and there were plenty, would be happy, though, to, to have, like, a different take on it, an alternative view of some of these features and I would just say again, you know, I didn't say, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't set out to, I guess people took it differently, but I didn't set out to like put these down or say, don't buy them. 
uh, I just want to layer in some context based on my own experience and uh, whatever. So yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles. And I, I don't retract anything that I said or anything. Uh, I said what I meant. But uh, if I ever wanted to know what it felt like <laughs> to uh, to feel like a traitor, man, people, uh, they were all over that. Let me tell you a little bit about this um, Instagram app. It was called the OG app. I don't know if you saw any of the news stories talking about this new app. It was supposed to be like the golden uh, Instagram experience. Fix Instagram. Go back to a time when Instagram wasn't just showing you a bunch of suggested content and everything was sort of like in you know the timeline that you would expect from just the people that you followed and it was less algorithmic algorithmically driven. So I saw somebody cover, I don't know if it was 9to5Mac or what, said, that sounds really good. And one of the features that it had that I really wanted was lists. So I use that on Twitter a lot. I have a ton of lists and I find them super useful uh, for all kinds of stuff. And I was gonna love being able to make some lists of people that I could just dip into um, and kind of filter Instagram the way that I want to on demand like that. Uh, and that was something that OG was going to let me do. So I signed up and immediately it was like the worst experience ever. Not because uh, of the app. I never even got to use the app. It was just the sign in, you know, meta slash Facebook, you know, Instagram. The, the app was using the API uh, from meta, but they didn't like it. And so they flagged it as like someone's trying to break into the account, even though it was me. And uh, I ended up having to reset my password. I don't know how many times. And uh, the app was just seizing up, locking up, uh, you know, and it was like a two day process to like get back into the account for a second there. I thought that I wasn't even going to be able to get back into the account because I did this. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. It was kind of scary for a second, considering how many followers we have over there. I went to change the password. It said I needed to change the password again. So I went into my password app and I had to create a new one, which of course erases the old one. And I went back in to copy and paste it. And it wanted my old password again, but I had just erased it. And I was started to like panic a little bit because it wanted the old one and then, you know, put the new one in twice to confirm. And I was like, oh no, uh, what am I going to do? I had only signed in in this one device, my iPhone, but we couldn't get in on any of the other uh, devices. And then luckily my wife discovered, I didn't even realize this. You guys probably realize if you didn't, this is a great tip that uh, one password has like some of your old passwords that you've used in you know, where you store your passwords for each account. That was cool. That was a lifesaver. So good job, 1Password. I assume other password apps probably do something similar. I've never had to use that before. But wow, save my butt uh, with this thing. But uh, it's too bad, though, because... So what actually happened was Apple removed uh, the OG app from their app store at the request of Meta, and they had only gotten like 10,000 downloads. I think they're only in like 50th place for the most downloaded apps in the App Store at the time. But uh, the developer went on Twitter and they said this about it. They said, Apple wants you to think that they care about privacy more than any other tech company. They don't. Apple would rather spinelessly submit to Facebook's whim than to do right by you. So clearly frustrated, and uh, it sounds like... uh, you know, I'm frustrated with the the experience, but it's not the developer's fault. It doesn't sound like. It sounds like it's Meta, and apparently Apple's saying, "Hey, you broke the rules, Meta's own rules, with the API here." So, you know, it sounds like technically the OG app was maybe at fault somehow, 
they ran afoul of the official rules or whatever. But it's really, you know, sad. It's like too bad because it sounded just like the Instagram experience I would way rather have. So I'm actually really bummed out about it. And I was thinking about covering it, you know, in the newsletter as as the main app to feature. But obviously I won't be doing that now. Uh, But I wasn't going to anyways because of the login issues. But I'm really disappointed. It was going to be really cool. Okay. (laughs) I got to talk about (laughs) uh, these in real glasses uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be like Unreal. It's like N-R-E-A-L uh, and real AR glasses. I've seen a ton of people covering them. I don't know if they're sponsored videos. Uh, clearly, there was some sort of embargo, though. And all of a sudden, like a bunch of different people started dropping videos on these AR glasses. And kudos to the creators for doing their best, I guess, to make these things look as good as you possibly could. But uh, the whole time, I'm not going to name any names. I was watching somebody whose channel I like, whose skills I respect, uh, another creative uh, tech YouTuber here, you know, try to sell these things. And I just thought, man, it had to be almost sponsored or something. Because personally, like over the over the years, you go through these evolution, evolutionary stages as a creator when you're super tiny, like any company paying attention to you at all is like, whoa, I can't believe someone would send me this $25 keychain. That's <laughs> a USB keychain. Something ridiculous that, you know, uh, no one could care less about, you know. And then, you you know, work up to the point where it's like, oh, someone's going to send me this TV? That's crazy. And then you get to the point eventually where you're like, I don't want anything from anybody, basically, because it's it's so much better to just pick the stuff that you want and have no strings attached, which is the direction we've been heading, of course, for years. And also, you know, we're fortunate enough to be at the place where the channel is very much just, it really, in a, in a lot of ways, always has been. But it's just a reflection of the things I'm interested in anyways. That's why we're so sustainable. That's why we've outlasted so many people, even some high-profile people that have tried to jump into the space and have ended up leaving is because I like talking about this stuff. It was never stuff that, you know, I'm going to run a tech channel and just talk about random tech. And then what happens is a lot of people do that or whatever the subject is, and they don't actually care about the stuff. And then it just becomes a burden and a a job trying to pay the bills and you hate it. But for me, if I'm actually talking about stuff that I care about that I use, there's always something to talk about and I'm always liking what I'm doing. So I've been very conscious, especially over the last several years, to turn down stuff even if it seems kind of cool because like ar glasses that would give you like a hundred inch tv screen you know in front of you at the coffee shop it's interesting and i am a tech enthusiast so this stuff does like sort of appeal when i see it um I'm at least on you know not that i would want to buy it but i'm interested in it like i'll watch somebody else's video on it because it's it is kind of interesting just as a tech enthusiast but wow I'm so glad that the thought that was going through my head was I'm so glad this company didn't reach out. And I, you know, if they had that, I didn't uh, try to take these things. Um, Cause in the past, you know, sometimes companies have said, we want to send you this stuff. And I thought like, well, you know, I, and it was not something I was just going to order anyways for my own self to just have or for the channel. And I, you know, that channel's old enough. I've taken some of those things and then it gets here and it's like, I don't want to make a video about this. You know, and then you just feel bad or you got to send it back maybe or, or, you know, the company just, they send it at their own risk, I guess, if there's no agreement in place or anything. And 
Yeah, it's just bad. And you end up with like clutter and junk and you feel bad uh, for having them send it in the first place. But, you know, I, I hear people saying that they're interesting or, you know, uh, maybe they just wanted the views or something. But my reaction was those things do not look cool. Literally, they don't look good, like sitting on people's faces. They stick out so far. They're so chunky. They're only putting 1080p in front of your eyes, you know. Uh, so someone was like editing a video uh, in Final Cut Pro on it. It's like, yeah, I, I think you're you're stretching the realms of... Now, it's not just about can you do something on it. It's like should you or would you actually want to. There's a lot of gadgets that you know, let you technically do something. But if the experience isn't good, you know, you're not going to use it. How many tech products over the years have fit into that category for me where it seemed cool on paper or in the video or on the website and it showed up and it was just like such a disappointment. I can just already tell that's what I'm looking at when I look at these in real glasses. Now, the reason that I'm sort of bringing this up is because of course, Apple's rumored to have some AR or VR products coming down the pipeline relatively soon probably in 2023 here. And if this is what some little startup-y type of company is putting out, uh, you know, I see that there's some kind of potential there. I expect Apple's version to be so, so, so much more polished, so much better. And when I say I see the potential, I mean I see the potential if Apple does it. That's what I really mean. (laughs) Also, (laughs) the use cases (laughs) that somebody was going through they were super ridiculous. They were trying so hard to fit this these glasses into, you know, like every, everyday average situations. And it was just comical. I thought I was like watching a comedy almost. Slash, I was feeling bad for the creator doing it because, man, I've been there in the past. You know, like you got to put this video out on this projector or whatever. Somebody sent you when you were desperate enough to like do a sponsorship when the channel was really young or something. And uh, it, it's just, uh, it's tough sledding. And I could tell. <laughs> Yikes. So whether it's going to be called Apple Reality uh, or just, you know, Apple AR, whatever it is, you know, if you've ever popped an Oculus on and kind of know that virtual hangouty lobby area, you know, you can choose like whether you're in, you know, really fancy looking, you know, modern home or like some Japanese dojo. You know, you can like set your space, a space station. Uh, it's just like, who knows what Apple's going to come up with, but I I expect it to be pretty fantastic. They've delayed it for quite a while. So I think um, they're really working hard on, on getting it good. And probably it's going to be fairly expensive when it does drop. That's not always the way things are. When there's a new product that comes out, it sounds like that may be the direction that Apple goes here. But you know, Apple tends to make affordable luxury products anyways. So my, my curiosity is peaked. And, you know, I've, I've seen these glasses uh, advertised and, and some others that are kind of like them. And it's about time, I think, for a really interesting new product to come along. You can just tell, um, you know, people, the, the phones have really, like, matured. You know, the Apple Watch, it's interesting. And the Ultra, it's here and it is different. You know, Macs are Macs. iPads are iPads. Uh, it's, it's palpably time for something very different. And so I'm really ready to check out what the next frontier is going to hold. All right. Uh, that's it for this episode. Thanks for hanging out. Not sure we really accomplished a lot, (laughs) but hopefully you found something interesting to listen to or it kills some time. Got some good stuff, uh, coming up. One video that I'm really looking forward to 
is how to get the most out of this new Apple Watch Ultra. I haven't talked about that yet uh, on the channel, and there's some really great stuff um, that I've been sitting on uh, that we can talk about. So look forward to that. Oh, 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 and I should say too, I have some ridiculous iPhone accessories coming up this week. And when I say ridiculous, I mean ridiculously cool. Stuff that you've not ever seen before, certainly. Uh, certainly the first thing I'm gonna show you, and I've layered them out, you know, one through five uh, for this upcoming video. So the first and the last, it's like a sandwich uh, and, and a few things in the middle you probably have not seen. Some ingenious stuff, some crazy stuff, some useful stuff. Uh, so you can look forward to that too. And I'll catch you in the next video. Later.